Is it a bad? Is it a plane? No, it is. Vision Comics in June. June, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So today we're covering the new comic book releases for June 3rd, 2020. And we're going to kick it off with Boom Studios. And from them we have Buffy, Every Generation, number one. The secret origins of some of the most important slayers in history. And the first appearance of a new character with familiar with a familiar face who will change the way you look at Buffy and everything about her world. This is the Buffy comic that everyone will be talking about. And the most important new character in over 20 years. Which is kind of cool for Buffy fans. Uh, I might actually try this. Because there's a series that I read. It was a book series. Like mm-hmm. novels. And they specifically put on there that it was for Buffy fans. Like if you like Buffy... You would like no this, doubt. and since I like that, maybe I yeah, would like Buffy. Uh, did you finish Buffy or and all that? The TV show. Yeah. Um, I watched her get into college a good part of the way. I don't know if I finished it, yeah. and I know I started watching the um, Angel series when that yeah. was big. So I got near the end, if not to the end. Yeah. There was um, I don't I don't know spoilers for a twenty year old show. I guess like <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it turns out that this. The town is on a hell mouth, which is... Oh, really, yeah, I knew that. And, and then the, everybody in the town becomes a slayer at some point. Okay, I'd heard that. I don't remember yeah. that, though. I, I never saw it, but goddamned if I didn't hear about it from everybody who I knew watched it. Including my best friend growing up, Dallas. She's fucking... Pop, 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 about, I, that was the only game I was allowed to fucking play with her. Like, we, you know, make-believe as a kid. Your choices We'd, weren't good between Spike and Angel. Yeah, no, I fucking... Yeah. And I would just get I my know. ass beat. I was a vampire, and i get my ass beat by her. I'm like, this is not fun for me. Can we play, like, Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> I know that. I mean, I'd beat your ass for that one. That'd be cool. Or, like, fucking anything else. Sailor Moon, I could at least be fucking... Uh, the tuxedo or whatever the fuck his name was. We play Pokemon and we like. Yeah, see. man, something like that. She wasn't into Pokemon. At least though. then it could be matched or whatever. Yeah, you know? she wasn't. She was into Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and that's the game we had to fucking play. And I was not happy about that Poor one. Joe. Which was Poor not. A, it was not a. I think for the age I was at, it was not good for me. I think if I'd have been a little bit older, it I'd have been into it. Right. But like she was, you know, like all girls more mature than I was right at that age this is the problem with being a nice guy yeah you end up doing things you don't enjoy doing <laughs> kind but of. we love you guys for it yeah uh and then from Dark Horse Comics we have Critical Role Vox Machina uh Re- Origin Series 2 issue number 6 which is the end of that one yeah so that wraps that up uh and then from DC Comics we have Action Comics uh 1022 um which is wrapping up the um Weird thing he's got going on with Lex Luthor, the the uh, Legion of Doom, and uh, uh, the I can't other. help you because I haven't been reading it. It's it's. Uh, I'm so I glad hate it's that over I with. gave up on a Superman title, but like. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of happy it's over with. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna be moving on to something. It sounds very interesting. It's about uh, Clark living with the identity exposed and all that stuff. It's a really good time to have yeah. a new arc starting, just because like mm-hmm. we're starting to print again. So like. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, then we have Aquaman number 59. Uh, then we have Batman Superman uh, number 9. Batman Superman is like one of the best fucking ongoing series right is now. It really it's good? so good. It's And if you're only 9 in, if you really wanted to catch up, you could. Okay. It's fucking awesome. The first arc is all about the Batman who laughs and all that shit. That's so good. Uh, the subsequent ones are just as good. The uh, there was a little story between Rachel Ghoul and fucking General Zod. The two you don't like, get mo- enough of either of those guys. No, you don't. And then and then it brings in Kandorians again. It brings them back. It's fucking good. That actually would be worth looking. It's into. so good. 
Um, and then we have Birds of Prey number one. This is a uh, uh, a black label series written by Brian Azzarello, who is fucking awesome at everything he ever does. I love all his written stuff. Uh, he did the Batman Damned, the Bat Dick comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this one's... Uh, it's. With it being a black label book, I have uh, high hopes this is going to be very good. It's mm-hmm. a one shot though. Uh, black Canary's life has spiraled out of control. Her personal life is going through the ringer, and her uh, band is in crisis when an old flame resurfaces, only to flicker out and set her on an all new mission against an all new opponent. The only thing she has to be grateful for is the fact that she's not alone. As Huntress finds herself on a collision course with Black Canary's. Query at Detective Montoya's urging. Uh, meanwhile, Harley Quinn has resurfaced outside of Gotham City and out of the Suicide Squad with a new lease on life that is sure to make everyone else's life more complicated. Uh, and that's only the first five pages of this high-octane graphic novel-length one-shot that pr- pushes the Birds of Prey far beyond their limits and puts them against the most brutal crime syndicate to ever sweep into Gotham City. Hard-boiled superstar writer Brian Azzarello and the bombshell art team of Emanuela Lupacino and Ray McCarthy take the birds into a no-holds-bar world of black label of the black label, and none of them will ever be the same again. It is a prestige format one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping this is. It doesn't have a listing of the dimensions, which usually is a good thing. It means it's not going to be one of those fucking gigantic this ones. Hard to bag and board. Yeah, that you have to like have a special box that I had to buy and a special bags and board I had to buy. So salty about it, Joe. I am. Tell me because how you it, really it can't, feel. Well, because there are certain things that I would like to be able to group together, like all my Batman comics. I like to group those together, but I can't do that because they. The big ones don't fit in the regular size short boxes, and I'm damn sure not going to have, like, some of my nicer, you know, things like my Killing Joke first printing floating around in this oversized box just waiting to get dented and dinged and have all the corners blunted. So I have to have all of that together in one box, uh, and then I have it with my... um, for like a half a second, there was a DC Nation magazine a couple like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then Marvel was like, "Me too." And then they printed their own magazine, and then both of them were like, "This is expensive," and they both stopped. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I guess I have six of each of these now." Right. Uh, not quite a collection, but not quite enough to like put anywhere else. And they're big yeah. too; they're prestige format printings as well. Uh, so all that sits together, and every once in a while I'll get a big fat fucking, uh, you know, the Black Label Batman book or something like that, and they'll go in there, and it's gonna take me, I don't know, the next six years to fill that one box up, I guess. It's gonna be a while, yeah. And I'm just sort of trying to figure out, like, what can I put in there to, like... For, for box stuffing, because I don't want them to fall back and get bent, right. fall forward and get crushed, whatever. I know in the past you've used um, packaging styrofoam, but mm-hmm. like... There's not enough packaging styrofoam to hold these big bitches up, because then right. it folds around in the middle. So I ended up having to like take the remainder of the bags and boards I had for... Uh, that was the size, mm-hmm. put it in there, and then back them up with old boards so that like only the... It didn't bend. It was such a bitch to like get yeah. to be right and not to be fucked up. And it still kind of slants a little bit at like a 30 degree angle. So uh, not too happy about that. Um, anyway. Which is my, my, just my collecting bitch for the day, I guess. Uh, then we have Catwoman, number 22. Uh, this is... This is the start of a new writer? 
No, unfortunately not. I read this today. Uh, it is a one-shot that takes place before 21. So she's still in Villahermosa. Ugh. She's still dealing with this shit. It is totally skippable. This is not the one to jump on. This is not the one that you like have to like read. If you're if you don't collect physical copies and you don't care about having a complete collection or something, any of those things, you can skip it. Nobody's I'm gonna. So tired of it. Let me let me that. let me tell you how it turns out. She's still Catwoman, and uh, uh, yeah, they're still gonna do whatever they're gonna do with the Sean Garden Murphy book. I was looking forward to this one because yeah. I thought she was. Leaving, and it's not even and Julie going Jones. back to Gotham. It's not even Julie Jones writing it. It's it's really just it's it's a one and done Catwoman story that is just it's filler. That's all it is. It is they needed perfectly, something to fill up that number. It just I don't want that. Yeah, and I know that's not fair because you can't expect no, it, everything it, to be like this amazing blow your mind kind of. Yeah, thing, but at but least like, make it matter. You know, like make it matter, make it enjoyable. Don't make it feel like something I have to sludge through. Yeah, I felt like that. Yeah, and I've already done that today because yeah. I'm watching Star Wars movies, so like... <laughs> she's on Phantom Menace, which is, she's having a lot of fun. It's too fucking long for the bullshit that it is. Misa thinks she doesn't like George Banks. Um, and then we have another Catwoman thing that I am actually excited about. Catwoman 80th Anniversary 100 page spectacular. Uh, or sorry, super spectacular. Oh. Um, our gal's Catwoman is turning 80 years old uh, and DC is celebrating with nothing less than a huge soiree inviting invite only packed with creators who mean the most to her and to whom she means the most. Stories featured in this 100 page spectacular include a tale, sorry, tale that makes so tale spelt like a cat's tail and a tale that takes place at the end of the brood breaker uh schwart com uh catwoman run which is a good era okay. uh in honor of artist darwin cook oh my god that's great darwin cook cook is um he's a very uh particular style you uh i could show it to you and you would instantly fall in love with it okay. it's, it's cartoony a little bit but it makes you it endears it to you okay uh if you've ever um i'm trying to think of something that somebody might have seen uh i think it's new frontier that he did the com the art on anyways it's very good look up darwin cook unfortunately darwin cook is no longer with us he passed away uh, a few, uh, some years ago, but he's a fantastic artist. Uh, uh, plus, Catwoman is caught by an exotic cat collector. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh my god, it's it's fucking. It's, this it's, sounds fun. This sounds like a good way to get a taste of the character, you know. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Uh, plus, Catwoman is caught by uh, an exotic cat collector. Um, runs into a wannabe thief trying to prove himself as her apprentice and encounters a mystery involving memorabilia from alternate continuities. That sounds kind of fucking cool. Yeah. And of course, some bat slash cat fun. This is her being pregnant and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. Uh, this is a buy. It's $10. There is a thousand different variant covers. I imagine it's going to be know. worth it. Maybe not to buy every variant cover, but it'll be worth it to They're have They're really awesome. Like, there's a really lot of really time? good ones. There's some really, really good ones. Um, and then we have Detective Comics uh, 1022. I read that today. That's a really good... It's a continuation of the story uh, that they were telling about a church that Two-Face started, but it is also the beginning of uh, 
the Joker War part of Detective Comics. So that's it's kind of a prelude to that. Yeah. Something to maybe pick up if you're looking to a, a completionist collection of mm-hmm. Joker War. Uh, then we have Far Sector number six, John Constantine Hellblazer number six, uh, and then we have Last God Source Book number one. Now you've never read Source uh, Last God, but I am going to tell you right now, you might actually want this. Okay. Um, to look upon the Book of Ages is to know the world of Cain Anu's past, present, and perhaps even its future. Long believed to be the first text ever recorded, the Book of Ages contains the most complete history of Cain Anu's people and their gods. Welcome to the official source book to the world of the last god, detailing the rich history of its peoples, locations, schools of magic, and history uh, of the creatures found uh, throughout Kananu and much more. In this one-shot, writer Philip Kennedy Johnson joins forces with Dan Tefler of uh, Dungeon Master of the Nerd Poker Podcast to bring you 5e-compatible content for playable races, subclasses, magic items, monsters, and more that you can use in your favorite tabletop role-playing games. That sounds really fun. And I like that you don't really... It sounds like you don't have to have read something ahead of time if you want to. I think you would like Last God. I've heard good things about it, and you would probably like it. But also, this is kind of neat that you can use it with, like, 5th edition. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. I am... I really want to start playing D&D. I want a 5th edition, like, compatible DC universe. That I can that play as, cool. you know, a superhero or Batman or whatever. Just, I want to be a Gotham detective uh, who just sort of peripherally sees Batman every once in a while and is like, oh yeah, we kind of need him, I guess, because the Riddler's doing some dumb shit. Like, <laughs> I gotta go solve this robbery at a quickie mart, but fucking Batman's just solving the Riddler thing, I guess, because I don't know what the fuck this Sphinx riddle's about. And so, like, you know, that would be fun to, yeah. to do that. Um, anyways, then we have Shazam number 12, Swamp Thing, Giant number 4, Wonder Woman uh, 756, this is still Steve Orlando writing, not uh, Mariko, I think is her name, uh, so not the new one yet, that's going to be 759. Okay. Uh, still waiting, but I'm excited for that one. Uh, then we have Dynamite, uh, Boys, from Dynamite Comics, we have Boys, Dear Becky, number 1. Twelve years after the events of The Boys, Huey finds himself back home in Scotland, where he intends to finally marry Annie in the company of friends and family. But the sudden appearance of a particular, uh, do- a peculiar document, our heroes uh, sends our heroes into a tailspin and threatens to bring the events of his nightmarish crash crashing down on him in the worst way possible. There was one story about the boys that Huey never knew. Now, whether he likes it or not, he's going to. This is based. Uh, the this is based on the um the boys, which is also the basis for the boys TV show, mm-hmm. which I fucking loved. Um, I've actually not read Boys. I've read the first arc, but I've never read anything more than that. Yeah. It's good, though, and it's it's a little bit different than the show because everybody speaks with the sort of Scottish right. whatever. It's good, though. It's very good. Uh, I, I can't say enough good things about it, I guess, is what I would say. Uh, it's something to check out if you like the show. Um, anyways, then we have Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys, Death of Nancy Drew, number one. Teen detectives Frank and Joe Hardy, uh, have investigated many crimes in their lives, but nothing that hit, 
that hits this close to home. Their best friend died mysteriously after taking down a major crime organization. They must put together the clues to uncover the truth about the shocking crime, but the clues lead them to a stunning, unexpected direction. Hmm. I did uh, not know there was Nancy Drew comics. Of course. I mean, well, this is, this is uh, of course, uh, Dynamite, and Dynamite uh, is a lot of... Uh, younger content. Not younger um, uh, Licensed content. Okay. So... Uh, they do have some originals, like of course, uh, uh, the the boys is original content. Mm-hmm. But then they do some some you know licensed content like Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys and shit like that. Uh, this looks like it could be good. I think it's like a, a little more adult actually. Oh really? When I think Nancy Drew, I'm thinking. It's I think for, so like, too, but I think this is like the way that they updated uh, Sabrina. Okay. Like the Sabrina you read. It's a chilling adventure. Yeah, I'm the chilling adventures. Yeah, but they didn't that. finish they didn't that. Finish yeah. it. Yeah, well, they didn't finish that. Anyway, uh, from IDW Publishing, we have GI Joe: Real American Hero two seventy one, uh, Ragnarok: Breaking of Helm, uh, Hellhelm uh, number five, Star Trek Year Five number eleven, uh, and then from Image Comics we have Copra number six, Nailbiter Returns number one, series premiere. Joshua Williamson, who uh, does the Flash comics and also has done the Batman Flash crossover that you've read. Okay. Uh, and Mike Henderson, critically acclaimed hit horror series returns. Sixteen of the world's most of the world's worst serial killers were all born in the same small town. I'm sure it's here in Ohio. But <laughs> <laughs> but agent, <laughs> if you don't know, the stereotype is that like. All, all serial killers were born or lived in Ohio at some point. All the famous ones, at least. And uh, luckily, I was born in Virginia, so I'm safe from this. However, June fucked. June, on the other hand, I was born here. Was born here and, and has I been drinking the water. I spent a good few years here, and then I moved away, and then I came back. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a that's a problem. Yeah, they also say women are more likely to snap than men too. Yeah. So. But you're like more likely to poison me than like. Oh shit. yeah, I'm not gonna. Blood yeah, that's the you. way like women, the serial killers, they yeah. like poison people, or uh, it's a it's a money I was thing. Like, it'd be a munch house. Yeah, I'm too broke for you me. to. I'm too broke for you. Yeah, that's the other thing. It would be that. Like I, I just want so much attention. How can I get it? Oh, I'll just poison him a little bit <laughs> at a time. Just put some Lysol in the soup. Um, Except that you won't eat anything I cook, so I guess you're safe. There's a reason why. Oh! <laughs> I don't want to be murdered. <laughs> Asshole! <laughs> I don't want to end up on a Lifetime special. <laughs> it could just be because you're a better cook. I think the only thing you'll eat of mine is my scrambled eggs. <laughs> That's about it. I can make french fries. Anyways, but Agent Finch and Sheriff Crane solved the... Solved and buried that mystery, didn't they? Violent copycat murders, intimidating, uh, and the imitating the infamous Buckaroo Butchers have begun in Portland, Oregon. It should have been set in Ohio. And really if Finch wants the killings to stop, he'll have to team up with the daughter of the nail biter himself. A brand new mystery begins in this extra length first issue. Then we have Postal Deliverance number eight, and then finishing it out for the week, we have Reaver number eight. So, a lot like of good a stuff. Lot, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff. Marvel. Last week felt really light. Like, there just yeah. wasn't a lot out there to be read. There's a couple different titles, and I don't know about you, but I go back and I re-listen to this to make sure that I don't miss something I want to read. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. I sound interested in that. I should try it. Uh, I, uh, a few I'm, this yeah, time. I'm... Um, unfortunately, uh, Marvel didn't put out anything this week new. I mean, of course, they put out trades, and, and, and all these things 
all these companies are putting on trades. I don't ever really list the trades because, like, uh, if you if you're waiting on a trade, you know it's coming right. or or whatever, and they come out on a pretty regular schedule. So yeah. I don't try to inundate you with that, and also I don't try to inundate you with dynamites like. Eight thousand fifty dollar comics that they sell. Uh-huh. That is a that is something that they do every time. There's some ninety nine dollar comics on there, and it's basically like a reprinting or a special printing of a comic they printed six months ago, and then they re roll it out with this like whatever special cover on it. It's like they're trying to like they're like we're gonna ride it out like it's the nineties again. And I don't know, maybe somebody's out there who's like trying to get that Vampirella ninety nine dollar cover, but it ain't me. Yeah. Like, if Marvel pulled that shit, I would fucking laugh at them and, like, buy it online. Like, a digital version right. online. Even though I think it's the same fucking story, it's just a different cover. Yeah, and, I think and it's you just need to be reprint. getting more than just a different cover. Like, you need to have yeah. additional stories, lots more covers, exclusive features, and even then, like... If I'm paying 99 It's going to be a really big-ass comic if I yeah. even consider it. If I'm paying $99 for a comic, it's a first appearance of something that I already know that I like, or it's a CGC. Yeah. Or it's something, you know... I feel like you, like, have to have limited numbering, a guarantee yeah. they're not going to reprint it, like... Yeah, yeah. I, the limited numbering would make sense it. to me. Like, if they were like, this is one of only, like, 500, I'd buy well, it. Well, we did that with, um, last year, my birthday gift, we bought a painting, and it had, like, a limiting number, yeah. I think, 100, 1 through 500 or something. Yeah. And I think they started selling it again now, but, like, we're still in that original lower yeah. numbering. Yeah. Which is something that I care about. Like, if yeah. it's a lower numbering, that's kind of cool. You know, right. or, if it, or if it's something that's one of a kind. Uh, like, if somebody was going to take those blank covers and then do an original sketch on mm-hmm. there, $99 easily, right now. I'll yeah. Do it. Yeah. If it's original, it's not going to be duplicated and yeah. copied again. It's by an artist that you really respect and enjoy, something like that. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but if it's if it's something that, like... If it's just something I can randomly pre-order, standard, cookie cutter, yeah, whatever exactly. they, I don't I care don't, that much. Yeah, yeah. It and wouldn't even, have to be massive to be that much. And even still, like in the inside, the story is not good. Like, yeah, all the Vampirellas. Yeah, it's not you good. Tried it. I tried. I tried all those. Like even the Days of Thor's one. I really tried that, thinking I was gonna like it because I love Warlords of Mars and all the Mars stuff. Yeah, they're great. They're great, but the comic is not. It just doesn't hold up. I think. Uh, I don't know. I could be it's wrong. It's a titty I'm show. Sure. That's all yeah. it is. It's 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 a burlesque show. That's really what it is. It's where they it's pasties on nipples, and that and then it's just yeah. you know whatever. And then sometimes it's not even that. She's wearing like a full suit of armor, so you don't even get that. Right. So like, I hate to say that for that like, there's Witchblade and there's yeah. Grimm's fairy tales. I used to read that. And I, I can read that. Faithless. That was really sexy. And oh I yeah, read, you can reread Faithless. Yeah, yeah. Or, and, and wait for the new one to come because Faithless is coming out with the, with the second volume. Yeah. So, so like, there's plenty of shit out there. And it, or have I can a better story. And you or I can that. read fucking um, Saga, which has plenty of shit in it. Saga you know? does have a lot. Yeah. I really need them to give me. A you know, <laughs> we're releasing. we're all in quarantine right now, and you know they have a lot of time on their hands, as I'm sure everybody else does. Maybe they could like start working on it. That'd be great, you know? I'm not... I don't know if they were... I think they had started working on it again already. There was something about that posted that they were definitely coming yeah, back. Yeah, that was like a while ago. I don't know how much this like a, has affected them, though. Because, like, I don't know, maybe it messed with some kind of mental health thing that affected their uh, Yeah, maybe. Juices. But it's also been already, like, two more, years. It has been. It's because we started... We started it's doing them on the podcast right. when we started the podcast, and then it wasn't that long after we started and the podcast the end, that it ended. Yeah. So it's been like two years when they were like, oh yeah, it's going to be like a, you know, a, a year high. I want to reread it so badly, but I want to time it up yeah. to where it I end my binge reading, where I'm reading like maybe one or two a week, 
yeah. end that just as they're starting yeah. up. And I can't do that until they give me a release date. But by then, I'm sure it'll be too fucking late. Like, it'll be like something where I know three months in advance, maybe. And I won't have the time to do it because all yeah. the classes and work and... Yeah, whatever. And then, like, I've, now I will say we've been doing the same thing with The Mandalorian. We've been... Like, there was an itch inside of me that's like, you can rewatch it. But I, I'm not trying not to. I'm trying to, like, let it be fresh uh-huh. for when uh, the series comes back. I think it's coming back in October. That's so why I'm, like, I'm watching the movies and how yeah. I got sucked into the fucking Phantom Menace. <laughs> Which is, I, I, I guess you didn't know before you started it, the you worst You didn't Star let Wars me movie. know how bad it was. You just did not let me know. The last... It is more than two hours. The last... And I keep thinking uh, it's going to be over, and it's not. The last... 15 minutes is great, though. Like, that's the one of the best Can lightsaber Can I just skip goals. ahead? I guess. But I just... then you can't say that you've suffered through the Phantom Menace and bitch. Should <laughs> I really <laughs> have to? Yes. Everybody Damn should. That's the I've reason. got 40 more fucking minutes of that movie left. I don't think I can do it. Oh, yes, you can. You've watched far worse movies than that. I know, because you work at a school and you've seen a bunch of children. I don't movies. watch them. I go around cleaning my classroom and I lesson plan while the kids watch that shit. Are you telling I, me? I only just recently watched Moana. Really? Yeah, and that was big. Yeah. It was huge. I still haven't seen Trolls all the way through. I hate to say it. I still haven't seen Frozen. I know you I, have. I, I need to watch that. I need to watch Frozen too. obviously. I don't know why you need to. Who do you need to watch it for? Well, no, because this feels like such a huge... Um, Cultural touchstone. Even because you can't walk through the store at Walmart without seeing Frozen somewhere. I guess there's that, and then like I don't know. I try to keep up on all the cultural like touchstones, and that's gonna be one of them forever. Like yeah. the way Toy Story is, and all. It was a really cute movie, and it definitely is um, a nice twist to the true love idea. I just I the problem is at this point, I think I know everything that happens in the movie because it's been so memeified and everybody's talked about it so many times and everything i just everything's been spoiled for kind you. of like and, and you probably even had that with the second movie at this point now yeah well and that happened like going back to star wars like when i was a kid uh you know i don't remember a time where i didn't know that darth vader was luke's father like i didn't watch that's the movie how i feel about the star wars out. movies it's just so ingrained and in, like our mm-hmm. society and our pop culture that like if you yeah. don't know that where the hell have you been yeah which so. I would love, I mean, I guess, you know, if you were some way that you could do that with your kids and, and like, experience that through them, that'd be fun, you know? My, I know there's... My assumption is, is that whenever we have a small child come into the family again, that that's when you'll, like, watch Frozen and Moana and whatever yeah. the new Disney movies are. Yeah. So... I mean, right now I'm about to go watch a bunch of fucking Miyazaki movies because we just got HBO Max, well, we upgraded to HBO Max and, and uh... That's that's just gonna be so. I want great. to rewatch Howl's Moving Castle, but I've got the book and I want to reread the book too. So like, yeah, I don't want those two close together, but I really want to rewatch Howl's Moving Castle. Well, if I'm gonna watch a Miyazaki movie, I want to watch one that I haven't seen yet. Have you so. seen Spirited Away yet? No, I haven't seen Spirited, Spirited Away. Away. I've heard really great things about Princess Mononoke, and like, I've heard good things. I haven't seen it. Haven't so seen, yeah. So anyway, you guys are just now part of yeah. our evening plan. Sorry yeah, about no, that. there's so many good things out there. If you haven't checked out. Uh, HBO Max. It was it's worth it's the money. A lot. I took me. I went. Um, I, I went to the, all the movies and I went to A to Z, uh, and then I read the title for every movie that they had. Mm-hmm. It took me an hour to read all of them. And just the movies. Yeah, just the movie titles. Not even. I'm not like clicking on it and looking. No, at the no, no, no. But like that's just the yeah. movies. Like you're not That's looking what, at the shows or anything. Like mm-hmm. they fucking have Dexter's Lab. Yeah, that was cool. It's Space Goes Coast to Coast too, which was like an old school favorite of mine when I was a kid. Uh, and then so many good movies, 
like that are on there and all that I'm like looking forward to some of them rewatching or watching for the first time. And also, it's it's fucking HBO, so it's like it's got all the shows too, right. which are so good. Uh, I think I convinced you today to watch the Sopranos, Sopranos for the yeah, I think I for the first time, that. which is. If anybody hasn't seen that, you're just now getting HBO Max. I feel like HBO owes us, like, yeah. I don't know, some kind yeah. of advertising little, something right little, now. Cause... Little, little HBO money. Um, but, yeah, that and um, The Sopranos is just awesome. Like, it's something that, that everybody, I think, like, who's even slightly a fan of crime dramas should should watch. Right. Uh, anyway, so far off the fucking topic. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Zero Comic Books. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Joseph underscore Lawhorn. That's L A W H O R N. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do something going to patreon.com forward slash Zero Supervision Comics. Or you can go on amazon.com and buy a t shirt or a hoodie there. Where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Lawhorn underscore June. Bye, guys. Bye.